This is a Clark University podcast. What makes a good video game? Ooh, wow, that's a tough one. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of things, but for me personally, just being able to kind of feel that like spark of magic that you did when you were a kid playing a game, not even necessarily nostalgia, you just feel like you are truly in there, you're immersed. If a game can nail that, whether it's through storytelling, combat, uh, world building, that to me is, is a good game. That's Noah Lone, better known by his developer name, Some Humble Onion. He created the adventure video game Shumi Come Home, which follows a little mushroom lost in the forest. The game is published by Moon Eye Studios. At PAX East, his game caught the eye of Ed Gregg, a Clark University senior in the Becker School of Design and Technology. As Clark students showed off the games they've created here on campus, Ed canvassed the expo on a mission. He wanted to answer one specific question, what makes a great game? Ed, why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Ed Gregg. I am a senior in the BSDT program studying 3D art, and I am also a first-year grad student. So for anyone who doesn't know, what is PAX East? So PAX East is a gaming exposition that really focuses and celebrates indie developers more than anything else. It's located in Boston, Massachusetts. It's a great opportunity for us as a program to go and showcase our student games amongst other independent studios. It's a great networking opportunity and it brings people from all over the world together, honestly, to just play cool games. Paint us a picture. What were the sights, sounds, and smells as you walked into the expo hall? It had up to 90,000 attendees over the weekend, so it was a big exposition. When you walk in, the hall is like sunken down. You go down this big escalator. There's all of these booths. There's people in cosplay with funny hats and merchandise from their favorite games. Streamers, YouTubers, big AAA developers, any developers, you know, people you might know on Twitter or like on other social medias, they're, they're there, which is really cool. You can meet them. It's a lot to take in at once. It's just this collaboration of people who really love video games and love making them. We sent you to the expo with a voice recorder and you walked throughout the hall asking gamers, students, and developers questions. Your main question was, what makes a great game? Before you went to PAX this year, how would you have defined a great game? Before I went to PAX this year, I guess my personal definition of a great video game would be something that keeps me coming back, something that gives me that itch or that urge to hyper-focus on it and keep playing it, that is what would make a good game to me. When I was at PAX East, I walked over to the PAX Rising Showcase floor, a collaboration of new and upcoming games to look out for. When I was there, I played Raw Metal, which I thought was an indie studio. It was a stealth game. It was really cool. I was very surprised to see that the game was created by two RIT students. It was really cool to see two students create such an unbelievable and finished game to showcase at a really, really big convention. My name is Corgan Owen. I'm the creative director and animator of the game. Best video games, in my opinion, are things that try something new and commit to it 100%. They're driven by passion in a way that makes a developer want to want to try something and uh, and push the limits of what the genre can be or what video games can be, then I think like you can make some really cool, memorable games, 
even if that game itself doesn't execute its idea well enough, it'll inspire someone else to do the same thing. And that will push basically the medium forward and people will make some really cool stuff coming out of it. I'm Zach Wilson, I'm the programmer and composer. I think for me it's just games that are either unique or like have some sort of charm to them that sets them apart. They don't have to be unique mechanically or unique from a, a plot standpoint or any of that for me to like it. I think the best games are just ones that have the passion put into it that were made because somebody wanted to make it, not because somebody wanted to make money. What was the highlight of the expo this year? It's always honestly just getting to talk to indie developers, and it was last year too. It's a great networking opportunity for me and for everybody. Talking to people, even people that graduated from my program and watching them go into you know local Massachusetts-based indie studios and make a game and be at PAX and sell merchandise and you know like oh like we have like a million downloads. That's so cool, especially uh, you know as a student still studying in the field and trying to like break into the industry it's really cool to talk to them and that you know they provide reassurance it's really cool to see that that's probably my favorite thing about pax also at the pax rising showcase was a game called moonlight pulse it was a metroid inspired game and upon talking to the developer i realized that one of the people who worked on the game went to bsdt it's very cool to see people from my program graduate and break into the industry and make their own cool games. That's always really awesome and, and encouraging to see as a student here. I just played Moonlight Pulse, which is a Metroid-style game. I'm here to talk to the developers. I'm Mark Radosi. I'm the programmer and general designer of Moonlight Pulse. What would you say makes a good video game? I think it really depends on the type of video game you're making, the type of video game the audience is for. One thing I try to do is having like the most optimal way to play be the most fun way to play because for players, you, you can't always trust that they're going to find the most fun way to play the game, but you can trust them to like find the most optimal way to play. Like how do I defeat this in the quickest amount of time or without taking as much damage and something. So find out how they want to play and make that the most fun way to play. What was the most interesting thing you learned when you were out talking to developers? Probably the most interesting thing that I learned this year talking to developers um, was that a lot of them broke into the field in very weird ways. I remember distinctly having a conversation with somebody this year uh, where he was working as a paralegal in like his mid thirties. And then he just decided, you know, I want to like make video games. And then he just started doing it. The Clark students there showed off games that you've developed in class. What was your game? For those of you who don't know who are listening, uh, our game studio is a class that is a sophomore and up class where you meet on Wednesdays for four hours in the morning and you basically build a game in a simulated studio environment. It is a two semester course and you take one every year. The game that I worked on, which was part of a MFA studio, Kyle Flores' studio, I was the producer and the lead artist and lead designer. It was called Space Holder. It was a VR roguelike. For people that don't know what that is, a roguelike game is basically where when you die in the game, you start over and like lose all of your stuff. And it's very like high score based. Think like uh, Doom or like The Binding of Isaac for some savvy gamers out there. When I was at the Clark booth on Saturday, I played Rapid Rabbit Robots, which was a student game made by Daniel Zhu and the studio around him. It was sort of a bullet hell shooter on PC, third person game with boss fights in between. 
And given that they had only worked on the game for about six or seven months, uh, it looked very polished and very finished. They had a line around the corner of our booth for people waiting to play it. All right, I'm back at the Clark booth. I'm here with Daniel Zhu, who worked on Rapid Rapid Robot. Tell us a little bit about like what you worked on and like what the creative process for the game was like. I worked on the audio implementation of the Zero Fins. Uh, this game is a mecha hack and slash. It's a very heavy focus on taking a lot of enemies out. It was a little bit inspired like with the theme of uh, the Chinese Zodiacs. Showing games like these, you really get a lot of people interested, even like freelancers. Um, some even companies will catch an eye and stuff. We actually got like a publisher that was interested in our other game. And that was just like the coolest moment for me. Daniel's in the same grade as me. I've known him since I was a freshman. It's awesome to see him flourish so much. Lightning round, are you ready? I'm ready. What was the best game you played at PAX? Uh, the best game I played at PAX was Dome. What's the best game you play right now? Oh, oh, oh. Pressure's on. Oh my god. Uh, the best game, well the most, the oh my god. The, the game I play most frequently is Overwatch because I really like competitive games, but that is definitely not the best game I play right now. The best game I play right now is I'm still playing Elden Ring because it took me forever to finish it last year. What was the best game you played as a kid? Uh, the best game I played as a kid was... Oh, these are hard. Um, the best game I played as a kid was either New Super Mario Bros, which was like the 2009 on the DS, or the Hot Wheels game on the Wii. That game was so much fun. What about the best world building? The best world building in any game that I've played is either Breath of the Wild or Dark Souls 1. What's the best character you've played in any game? Oh man, I'm a big fighting game fan. I really like Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat. That's my favorite character to play. To learn more about Clark's Becker School of Design and Technology, visit clarku.edu slash bsdt. Challenge Change is produced by Andrew Hart and Melissa Hansen for Clark University. Find other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. One, two, three. Clark! <laughs>